everybody, and welcome back to Unfiltered Imposed Opinions, The Killer Files, where I'm Drew. And I'm B, in a cat costume. Are you? <laughs> no, um, I'm not actually in a cat costume. <laughs> they'll never know. They'll never. You'll never know. Because they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, stab me, big boys. Okay. We'll stab you. Wait, what? I'm not going to stab you, but... What do you want stabbed with? <clears throat> a banana. A flesh rocket? A flesh rocket. Where we left you guys off, uh, we were talking about some of the, uh... Texas Chainsaw Missickers. Yeah, the ones we saw, the ones we liked. We gave you a background synopsis about every single one of them. We uh, said that we would go back and watch some of the ones that we don't remember or didn't watch. And we have... Done that for the most part. I think the only one... Have done that. (laughs) The only one that we didn't rewatch was the second one. Yeah, so... uh, I, I don't know if I actually ever watch that one. I think I had a confession about that, but um, good old face, leather face, good old face of the leathers. Yeah. So uh, he, <clears throat> he's, we literally just finished watching the first one again. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I forgot how good that movie was because I haven't seen it in forever. It was actually really good. I mean, shitty acting. It was the '70s. I don't really know what anybody yeah. wants. But, we uh, did have uh, we did have a conversation about the really big fat dude in a wheelchair. That's very annoying. Yeah, he was super annoying. I would have pushed that motherfucker off a cliff and not felt anything about it because that dude was super fucking annoying. Um, other than that, uh, it's a fantastic movie actually, and that's where you get the iconic uh, leatherface spin at the end of that movie. Yeah, where he just stands in the middle of the road and obnoxiously spins and. Revs the chainsaw. <laughs> it's called the chainsaw dance. Yeah. The chainsaw dance. Um, yeah, so we went back and we watched a little bit of them. Yeah, I see. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I can't, so. He said same. Oh, okay. Who is it? It's uh, one of the Hoffmans. Oh, okay. Well, hi. Thanks for joining us. Love them. Love them to death. I mean, I don't... I don't... I think I know you guys, but... <laughs> oh, but they know you. Oh, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, he has had many names. Um, Bubba Sawyer, Thomas Hewitt, Jedediah Sawyer, um, across most of the versions. Like, I think, um, pretty sure that we already said which ones were our favorite in the last episode. Yeah. Um, my favorite was is... the Hewitt family. The Hewitt family ones. Uh, right. Those were the best ones. I think they those were the two that were made in the early 2000s, uh, 2003 and 2006, I believe, or 2005. It was one of those. And those were by far my favorites. Uh, just gory and... A couple of the kills in there were just fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one thing that we didn't jump into on the last one that I'll get into a little bit here 
something you guys may not have known is that in 1995, Topps Comics released a three-issue miniseries, Jason vs. Leatherface. He had many comic books, actually. I think we did miss uh, talk a little bit about that. Um, I don't really think we got into the, the whole comics yeah. of the ki- serial killers, but there are. There are comics of the serial killers, which is really cool. Right. So they actually had a lot of restrictions from the MPAA with the gore, so that's where they put that on the screen. Um, <clears throat> but in 1995, they made the comics uh, Jason versus Leatherface, a non-canonical crossover between Friday the 13th and Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchises, written by Nancy A. Collins, with art by Jeff Butler. The series' uh, premise involves Jason Voorhees accidentally being placed on a train headed for a dumping ground in Mexico when Crystal Lake is drained of radioactive waste by a company, and then running amok on the train, Jason kills the crew and causes the vehicle to crash into Texas, where he meets and befriends Leatherface and his inbred family. (laughs) Consisting of the cook, the hitchhiker, Grandpa Sawyer, and several several other of the original relatives, all of them dead. After he lives with the family for a day, relations between them and Jason ultimately soured due to the series of misunderstandings, including Jason seeing a maskless leather face's badly deformed face. So you're telling me that this motherfucker that has a deformed face himself gets upset because he sees leather face without a mask on. He's like, dude, you're fucking ugly. <laughs> that is fucking... Yeah, yeah, I love that too, crash into Texas. That is- a train just crashes into Texas. That is fucking hilarious. Which eventually results in Leatherface and Jason battling to the death in the end. So it's a image thing. Jay, listen, Jason doesn't have any room to be no. like, bro, you're ugly. He was a hideous cretin. <laughs> like, oh, listen, man. by far, Jason is my favorite. I've mentioned that on a couple different episodes. The hitchhiker apparently kills Jason with a sledgehammer and the family dumps his body in the nearby lake. However, Jason arises several hours later and decides to begin trekking back. Trekking. That says trekking. I guess it's a word. Home to Camp Crystal Lake, away from the place where the place that encouraged dangerous things such as friendship. So he was like, made a friend, saw his ugly fucking face and was like, no. I'm the only ugly motherfucker allowed to be alive killing people. So he said, "I'm the fuck out." <laughs> right, Damn, uh, homie, you ugly shoves machete into chest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. if we're being completely honest, Jason takes Leatherface hands fucking hands fucking down because Jason's like fucking immortal, and Leatherface well, is cuts just off his head. Leatherface isn't that unnatural. He's not an unnatural being, right? Type of like he's like an actual like. I mean, they made him like pretty fucking strong in the movies, stuff like that. But like a bigger dude who has like like Jason and Michael can throw people like feet, like like yards. Yeah, yeah, yards. Yeah, like through walls. Yeah, (laughs) 
That's what I mean by like they didn't make can stomp a motherfucker's head in with one stomp and crush it like a pumpkin. Right. Yeah, squish. Like that you got to be obnoxiously strong. Andy went to space. That's true. He's a he's an astronaut. He is an astronaut. Jason is the only serial killer who is an astronaut. Listen, we talked about this. That is like my least favorite Jason movie. Jason X, really? Oh, what's up, Marcus? How you doing, pal? But, uh, yeah, so that's, that was in 1995. It's just three issues. Jason versus Leatherface. I want to get those. I want to get those. So there's more. There's more. In 2005, Avatar Press Squish killed the fish. Yes. Uh, 2005 Avatar Press began to release Texas Chainsaw Massacre comics set in the continuity of... The 2003 remake original film, but serving as prequels to the film. The comics had a multitude of variant covers such as gore, terror, and die cut. Oh, absolutely. You want to turn your volume up a bit? Yeah, oh, I can. Yeah, yeah Leatherface did survive getting shot. Yeah, but... Is that better? Once. He, he got shot once. Who um, got shot once? Leatherface. I think Leatherface got shot once, right? In the new one. Yeah, I think it's. I think he only got shot once. I'm pretty sure he got shot. Michael in the new got one. shot six times in the first movie. By, he got shot six times by Doctor Loomis by a three fifty seven. They <laughs> never said it was a three fifty seven. Oh yeah, they did. I didn't think they, they did. confirmed that it was a three fifty seven. Absolutely. I, okay. Um, <clears throat> but. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you right now, if I unload my 357 into somebody and they keep fucking, like, Six they shots. get up and they walk the fuck away, that person <laughs> has won. Right. I, I give up. Yeah, I feel that. Six shots. Damn. The comics also imply that other people in the town, while perhaps not involved in the Hewitt's cannibalism, at least know of it and have agreed to help deal with the outsiders. In one scene, when a potential victim runs into a bar looking for help, and he got chin-checked with the chainsaw. I do remember that. Yeah. Leatherface got chin-checked with the chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, Go into a bar looking for help and stopped from calling the police by the owner and patrons who tell her that you don't want to you don't want no Hewitt trouble. They later reprimand Leatherface for not looking after his livestock. Jesus Christ. Boy, you gonna come into town, you're gonna keep a hold of your fucking shit because we're tired of it. I mean Dude, these comics seem like they're much worse than the movies. Not, like, bad, but I mean, like, fucked up. Like, more fucked up, yeah. Yeah. Later, one-shot comics published a wild storm also dealt with Leatherface. One of them, about a boy, focused on the parts of Leatherface's childhood that the beginning did not reveal. It shows that his bullies severely picked on Thomas Hewitt as a child, and thus he spent most of the time alone drawing back, drawing in his notebook, hunting and skinning animals, later making clothing out of them, foreshadowing his future as Leatherface. It takes place 
after Chris, when the leaders, leader of the bullies throws a rock at him in a swimming hole. Thomas attacks Chris and skins off his face while he's still alive. Ow. That, yeah. Yeah, way more creative, definitely. I mean, comics can definitely... Uh, I, I know a lot of people that enjoy comics a lot more than actual movies and TV shows just because they're, they're more creative, realistically. And then you have uh, many... I think a couple, but I can't remember right now. I'm stoned. Nice. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so we're, tra- we're chatting with you guys on multiple different platforms. So I got some on Twitch, some on YouTube, and then nobody on Facebook yet, but we're not going to rule it out. Um, <clears throat> about a boy also de- details how the Hewitt family remained most part apathetic towards Thomas's actions. His brother, Uncle Charlie, future Hoyt, helps him get rid of Chris's body, only criticism stating that Thomas needs to learn how to fix him proper <laughs> after putting the faceless victim out of his misery with a shotgun. <laughs> Later. <laughs> I could I can just hear it. Later, after Thomas's teacher, Mr. Hansen, questions Luna May about her son's behavior and tells her that she plan- that he plans to file a report with the city to get him some help, Luna May bashes his head in with a shovel and kills him. That would kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stating, there is nothing wrong with my boy. Ma'am, there is a bunch wrong with your boy. I mean, yeah, he wears other people's faces. That's- yeah, he, he peeled his face off with like yeah. a banana. That's uh, well. Actually, I think it was a little more. That's a little more exercise than just peeling a banana. Yeah, like he's, you gotta cut that shit. It's on more like an orange. You gotta actually cut it open. Right, you gotta right. peel the fucker off. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was in video games. We all know that he was a playable character in the eighteen or nineteen eighty three video game Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, guest star on Mortal Kombat X. We know about that. We did mention that. Um. And he was a DLC for Dead by Daylight under the alias The Cannibal. Um, That's a badass fucking game. If none of you have played that, yeah. I recommend playing it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Shadow Company operator Velkin was given the costume resembling Leatherface as part of the haunting of the veteran Verdanesque event. Oh, but the pyramid head peeled that one lady in the movie and threw her skin once. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that peeled that one lady in the movie and threw her skin once. Like, I, I'm trying to remember where you're at here. I remember pyramid head, but I like it was a skin suit. Um, so we mentioned all of our favorite ones. Uh, there was, oh, the actors that played them. So there was many actors that played him too. So in the first one, it was Gutter Hansen in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and Kane Hodder is playing Leatherface in the new game as well. Hmm. Kane Hodder. Like... To me, Kane Hodder... There's a new Leatherface game coming? Apparently. Or is it in one of the Mortal Kombats or something? 
I don't know. Kane, I miss that. Listen, Kane Hodder to me will always be Jason. I could see him playing Leatherface. Oh, he said that he did get shot twice with a shotgun. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the newest one is when he gets shot. Yeah. Uh, it could be one of the older ones. Like I said, I... there. Listen, there was... There was one of the leather phases that was just fucking stupid. I, I really couldn't pay attention to it. I think it was the 2017 one. It was just weird. It was the leather face one, right? Was it leather face? I, I, so. I don't know. It was just, it, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Kane Hodder talked about it at Steel City Gun. Ooh. Listen, so Drew and I have been talking about going to fucking Steel City Con for the last, like, four yeah, years, and we fucking haven't done it yet, because Silent every Lord. fucking time that it comes around, some bullshit comes up, yeah. like Drew has to go out of town for work, or one of our vehicles break down, and the money we saved up for it, we have to fucking fix our vehicles. It, it's it, it's a never-ending shitstorm. So we're I told on him going in December. I told him, yeah, in December, we're fucking going. Yeah, so. like hell or high water, we're fucking we're going to a Steel City Con. Mm-hmm. And also, I'll let you guys know if you hear me like sniffling and stuff. I have really bad allergies, so that's what I've been dealing with the past few days. But we already missed two weeks with you guys because I was out of town for work for two weeks, so I wasn't going to miss tonight, so I jumped back on. Yes, the Silent Hill 1 movie. I do remember him peeling her like a banana. Get tattoos. Steel City cons are the best. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm sorry. I misspoke. It was a horror realm where Hodder, where he, Hodder, said it. Okay. A horror realm. Okay. So, who who do we have all with us now? You met Tony Todd at the one you went to. Okay. Tony Todd's cool shit. There's a bunch of people on here, so we'll just keep moving through. Okay, that's I'll fair. do my best. I'll do my best. I know you can't see, you know, the comments. I'm like. fucking blind, guys, and the screen's a little <laughs> further away from me because the, our setup. We're that's another thing that we've been talking about is He's trying to get our setup. Is changing our setup so I can actually read these, and I also need to go get fucking glasses and stop being an asshole. Yeah. So there's that. Um, <laughs> So Drew right now is the only one who can like really see the comments. That's why if you guys hear me say, oh, what did this person say? It's because I can't fucking see what you guys are saying. Right. Um, so he he uh, he was Gunnar Hansen did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm switching to Twitch, so it's easier. OK. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It was Bill Johnson and stuntman Tom Morga. Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. It was R.A. My Haloff? My Haloff? The Baddies Club. Bad Eyes Club. Damn, I apparently have bad eyes too. Yeah, but you actually have glasses. So. Yeah, but I don't wear them like I'm supposed to. Right. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation was, it just says Robert. It was Robert who? Not England. No, not Robert (laughs) England. Robert Jacks. It was Robert Jacks who played in that one. Um, 
the 2003 remake and its prequel was uh, Andrew Bryanarski. That was the ones that yeah we liked. Those are the ones that we like. He plays a Texas badass. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D was Dan Yeager and Sam McKenzie. Leatherface was Sam Strike, and then the newest 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre was Mark Burnham. Um, also did a very, very yeah. Good I defense. liked that, and and I liked how it brought it back to the original film. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like that. ties it in. I kind of do like how they're doing that <coughs> with a lot with a lot of these. Uh, you, you could call them reboots, but essentially <coughs> they're so far into the future sequels. Yeah, like with the Halloweens. And, and the, the reason phase. why I like that is it gives them a chance to modernize a movie without ruining an original script. Right. And it kind of keeps I don't know if you guys are all excited But I'm super excited For Halloween Ends uh, I think it's going to be Phenomenal, I hope they don't fuck it up That does come out October 15th Yeah, we got a little sure, over a month I'm sure all of you Spooky friends Know about them Yeah, Know about when it's coming out, but if you didn't know It's coming out October 15th uh, They're actually coming out, i seen, with another Scream too Another Scream? Yeah. Yeah, Scream 5. Scream five. 6. Scream 6. Scream 5 was yeah. the one that came out. I still haven't you watched right. that, and I need to. You right. But, um, yeah, so they are coming out with that, too, just to keep you guys informed, because that's what we're here for. We're here to keep you informed and oh, entertained. Absolutely. Dance, monkeys, dance. You ready that's what for we it? Do. You ready for it? Which one? Halloween? Um, share some of your experiences about... Uh, yeah, Leatherface. Leatherface uh, about Leatherface. Uh, whichever one you guys thought was the best, whichever one you guys thought was the worst, um, we. Yeah, I can't wait to see how it ends either. I I personally told B and my wife and many other people that if it ends and he dies, that Lori must die too. I feel like that's the only way he could die. Yeah, that's just a personal opinion. I Whether also. So my opinion on it is if it's going to continue to make money, they're not going to kill him off. Uh, I know in an interview, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm pretty sure, said that she was done making the movies. She didn't want like she she was over it pretty much. Did he? That's cool. It said John Carpenter. John Carpenter gave a nice hint to it that the fact that they're probably both going to die. I wouldn't see how they couldn't, you know. Listen, if they're going to kill one of them, they have to kill both of them. Like, I feel like that's just... So we got uh, Big Bald Leatherface remake around 2003 is the one that I saw. And personally, it had me all fucked up. Are you afraid of chainsaws? Is that what it is? I know. I can, so I can tell you guys a little story about me. Whenever I first heard about Texas Chainsaw, I was my oldest daughter's age. I don't even know if B knows about this. I was my oldest daughter's age. I went to a Halloween party at a friend's house that lived next to the school. And it was a birthday slash Halloween party. Um, and right after, my mom was my mom and my stepdad, uh, one of your first gory movies. Okay, that's fair. My mom and my stepdad were going to take me. It was 2003. We're going to take me to see. So I was 11. Take me to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, we were bobbing for apples, dancing, eating candy, eating pizza, having a good time, vibing in their garage. This girl's fucking dad 
is outside this garage. He starts banging on the fucking windows, banging on the walls, and then for dramatic effect, turns his fucking chainsaw on and starts cutting through his own garage towards a bunch of 10-year-olds. And my mom was taking me to go see Texas Chainsaw Massacre after this party. When she picked me up, that was a hard nope. (laughs) So I think Justin was with me. So my first experience with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was also also right around the same time. And my older (laughs) brother, brothers, were assholes when I was younger. And mine too. They decided after the movie, once we got out to the house and where I live, it's not super secluded, but it's a small town. And we were all out on the patio and these motherfuckers decided to come around with masks on with chainsaws in their hand and fucking chase me and my cousin. I'm pretty sure Justin was with me. Or David. It might have been David. I don't remember which one it was, but all I know is that I'm pretty sure I shit my pants. Like actual shit? Like actually shit my pants, I'm pretty sure. Like, because, like, I I was very terrified because I was fucking 12. I know that you're very terrified of, like, uh, um... The Exorcist and Chucky and shit like that. Chucky, like, Chucky doesn't scare me. I don't really care about Chucky because it's a fucking doll. It does have to do with like possession and stuff like that. But like, yeah, let me scare fucking ten year olds with a chainsaw by cutting through my own garage. Listen, if it was me, I see where he's coming from. Oh, I'd I do feel it. like it'd be like a thousand. Listen, if I had the money to just replace my shit like that, oh yeah, I'd do it because right. why the fuck not? And I listen now, I get it. But back then, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Why, why do this to a bunch yeah, of kids? Like why? Oh, why? Because it's funny. Yeah, because it's fucking hilarious. We, uh, 2019 or 2020. The, when It Chapter 2 came out. <laughs> I heard about this. I wasn't here for it. I, I heard got my kids, my nieces and nephews. Yeah, it is crazy. I got my kids, my nieces and nephews all to come in and we watched It Chapter 1 and then we all watched It Chapter 2 together for the first time. Little did they know that I had my brother have a friend so nobody knew who the fuck it was. Dress up as Pennywise the Clown, park two streets away, and walk into my back door, and just I just told him just to walk in the living room and just scare the shit out of him. This guy walked into the living room, grabbed one of the kids by his leg, and started grabbing and started dragging him towards my kitchen. And all the other fucking kids were freaking the fuck out. Yeah, I really wish I would have been there for that. Oh, it was gold. But it was I gold. will say, if any of you decide, like, okay, so possession movies, like The Exorcist, Paranormal Activity, I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. They freak me the fuck out, but I will give everybody a warning. I typically carry, <laughs> so don't try and scare me because I will shoot first and ask questions later. And, uh... He loves it when you send him videos of people crawling. I don't like that. <laughs> don't fucking do that. Uh, so, yeah. As we mentioned before, uh, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the real story, has actually nothing to do with a chainsaw. Nothing to do with a cannibal family. Nothing. Not a cannibal family, but it does have to do. It is based off a cannibal. Yeah, like not a whole family so much. And uh, is based off of, and it's not even in Texas, actually. So he was based off of Mr. Ed Gein, who was a real serial killer. He only killed two people. I don't know how you could consider that a serial killer. Uh, he was also he was murder. also a grave robber. Yeah, a grave robber. Um, and we're going to be going more in depth into him uh, in our next episode, which would technically mm, be part. I don't three. I don't know. So Drew and I were debating on this. Actually, um, I don't well, know. No, we're going to jump into American Psycho now because we're only halfway through. Okay. And I don't have much about to say, much more about to say about Leatherface. I think we kind of tapped that keg. I mean, that's fair. We can jump right into it. So there's two other movies uh, that were actually based off of Ed Gein, which is American Psycho is the one that is like pretty much to a T based off of Ed Gein. But the other one that was like portrayed Ed Gein was Hannibal Lecter from Silence, Silence of the Lambs, of the Lambs and yes. uh, Cannibal. Yes. So actually, no. So Ed Gein will be part four. Part three will be Silence of the Lambs. Um, we'll learn a lot more. About yeah, we're going to we're going to do a little more on Silence of the Lambs. We'll we'll talk about Psycho now. I wanted to do Psycho last because that was the main one, but we're trying to get a little more organized, but we're we suck at it. So just bear with us. <laughs> so your uh, your bees portrayal on American Psycho. When's the last time you watched the movie? Uh, the last time I watched the original American Psycho, I think I was probably a teenager. So really, I don't really have. A very up-to-date <laughs> knowledge of the movie, and I would really like to watch Bates Motel as well. Yeah, um, I remember it like vaguely. Like, obviously, it's one of the fucking ultimate classic movies of the horror franchise. Yes, which it came out, I think, in what the '60s. It was like '63, '65, something know. like that. Um, well, it, actually, it's not American Psycho. It's just Psycho. Pretty sure. Yeah, it's just Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. It was 1960. Oh, 60. Okay, so it, did. it came out in 60. So, I mean, like, I remember watching it. Uh, I used to watch all these movies when I was, like, fuck, before I was even, like, double digits. I used to watch all these movies. Yeah. Because that, like, both sides of my family watch horror movies, and this is one of those things that we just used to watch when it obviously became spooky time. And spooky time, obviously, everybody knows, is anywhere from, like, September until the end of Halloween. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, it was, a, it was a good movie from what I can remember. Like I said, I haven't watched it in years. Uh, we are going to rewatch this. I do want to watch Bates Motel. That's probably something I'm going to end up binging, uh, this weekend. If I can, um, because we start back up bowling this Saturday. Woo-woo. Mm -hmm. And Saturdays are going to be 
a little hard to do things. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to try binge watching at least a bit of Bates Motel. And I definitely want to rewatch Psycho. And we'll kind of go in a little more into the beginning of next episode of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was from what I can remember, it was a good movie Uh, for the time. Obviously, things are a lot more better thought out, better planned now because we have so much more technology and things to do in movies. But, you know, for the time of the movie coming out, like it was it was a really good movie. Yeah, I I liked it. I know I liked it. But like I said, I'm definitely going to have to rewatch it. Which basically, like what we did, it, it's not going to take us as long because we only have the one movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's a couple of them too, but so <clears throat> obviously produced and directed by Alfred Alfred Hitchcock. Um, I know there's probably a couple Hitchcock fans over in there. I mean, there has to be. Like Hitchcock was, yeah, Hitchcock. You got Spielberg. You got yeah. What? I mean, Tim Burton, realistically, you can consider Tim Burton. Uh, I wouldn't consider it horror, but it's definitely a, along the more darker lines of movies. Yeah. Although he does, like, animated movies, but even the animated movies are kind of, like, scary, I guess. Yeah. The screenplay was written by uh, Joseph Stefano. It was based off a 1959 novel, novel of the same name by Robert Block. The film stars Anthony Perkins, Janet Lee, uh, Vera Miles, John Gavin, and Martin Balsam. The plot centers on an encounter between a run on the run embezzler Marion Crane and the shy motel proprietor Norman Bates, who was played by Perkins. In its aftermath, in which a private investigator Balsam, Marion's lover Sam Loomis, which is Gavin and her sister, Lita Miles, investigate her disappearance. Uh, Norman Bates is to a T. Now, I watched a movie. It was, well, it wasn't really a movie. It was a, like, 45-minute short, which was basically the entire investigation on Ed Gein. And if you, I'll put that link Anywhere you guys want me to, just let me know. If you want me to personally send it to you, you want me to put it up on the page, I will. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that whenever we go into Ed Gein. But uh, Norman Bates' story is pretty much around Ed Gein. The whole uh, obsessed with the mother Mm -hmm. um, was super into taxidermy, which, I mean, Ed Gein wasn't into taxidermy, but he was... In with well, obviously, with, they're going to have to switch it up a little he bit. He made art out of dead people rather than dead things. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, technically, a dead person is a dead thing. Um, and uh, he had a very big love interest in which he killed the love interest. And there's like, we're, we'll go more into that whenever we talk about Ed Gein. But Norman Bates... Uh, had an obsession with his mother. He did everything pretty much his mother said, started to rebel. Lovely, lovely lampshades. Yes. The skin shades. <laughs> not to be confused with the skin flute. No, absolutely not. That's what you played in high school, right? No. No. Listen, you play the skin flute one time and all of a sudden you're a cocksucker. I mean, come on, let's let's get it together here. 
Uh, so he, um, he was obsessed with his mother. His mother ended up passing, whether it was him who killed him or killed or him who killed her, or she just died of being an old bitch. We'll never know, which actually will if you've seen the movie, but I'm not going to spoil it for you. Go watch it if you haven't. <coughs> he starts moving taxidermy into other stuff. Starts playing with other things. He gets a love interest on dressing up as his mother and pretending to be her, bossing himself around. Um, He's a real fucking weirdo. Yeah, so he is psychotic. Uh, Hence, psycho. <laughs> there's many, <laughs> there's many undiagnosable mental diseases that I'm sure he suffers from that weren't present back in the day that are very present now. Yeah. Uh, um, Norman Bates is a weird one. So he ran the hotel for his mother in the front. He had a very, let's say, front row seat. To the bathroom of cabin one, mm-hmm. uh, where he could see all of the lovely, lovely things of whoever was in cabin one, be male or female. Uh, I really like the portrayal of Norman Bates in the TV show Bates Mattel. Now I go, I don't know if you guys actually seen Bates Mattel, but. It is flawless. There's five seasons, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, multiple personality disorder, manic bipolar. Yeah, you would know a lot about that. You work in that t- boo poker. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got what you're saying, pal. Uh, I lost train of thought. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, Bates Motel, he was played by, I'm trying to think of the, let me jump right to Bates Motel here. Give me a second. Yeah, this is what we do. It's fine. Wait, we're, we're a train wreck, guys. It's okay. Uh, good thing about a train wreck is, is it's usually pretty fucking bad, but you can't look away. What is that? No. Well, I'll, we I'll continue here. I haven't seen Bates Motel, like I said, which is why I Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore. He also plays the kid that's the autistic uh, doctor in The Good Doctor, which is the most recent TV show that he's in. He does a phenomenal job. Excuse me. He does a phenomenal job as Norman Bates. Um This show kind of unfolds pretty much from where he started all the way up into the point of... So this entire TV show is a prequel to the movie Psycho. Okay. Um, Does it end with Psycho being in the movie? Or does it end with the plot of Psycho of the movie? I won't tell you because I'll let you watch it. But it'll keep you guessing. Uh, It is very fucked up. This TV show will keep you on your heels, keep you on your toes. If you don't have feet, it'll keep you on your nubs. Um, (laughs) Just. And if it keeps you on your knees, well, (laughs) you're probably doing something else. Yeah. 
are you still watching? Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I think you're just Netflix and chilling, so. Yeah, so there is apparently a Bates Motel Haunted Hayride in Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm what curious. What is this? No, I don't want to buy tickets. <laughs> no, I don't want to buy tickets. Not yet, anyways. Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions. Where is this? It was seen on CNN Travel. Dunkin' Donuts advertises it. Best haunted house in in America. Huh. We might have to check that out. <laughs> Keep you on your nubs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Glenn Mills, PA. Why does that sound familiar? Where the fuck is that? Doesn't sound oh, familiar. Oh, it's uh, near Westchester, so it's about... It's it's right near uh, right near Philly. Oh, okay, so that's like a fucking five and a half hour drive. Yeah. Um, anyway, I got sidetracked with that. It just seemed interesting. Uh, this TV show shows you the ups and downs of pretty much a struggling child he's very relatable so like they make this tv show super relatable to pretty much anybody that may have a slight bipolar disorder or multiple personality disorder or just like when you're feeling down and the difference between how like the love of a mother and the love of a child but then it starts to turn weird like like creepy weird yeah so like, I know people have seen it in Psycho, if you've seen the movie. Uh, you'll see it in Bates Motel, if you watched Bates Motel. If you haven't, go watch it. It's almost as if the love for his mother became love for his mother. Like, creepy love. Like, he loved his mother so much he wanted to be with his mother. Yeah, that's not okay. Um... Well, in some cultures, I guess it is. No, it's not okay in any <laughs> cultures. I don't give a fuck. And if you are one of those cultures, it's not okay. Stop it. <laughs> uh, Freddie Highmore is a great actor. Uh, Vera uh, Formiga. I think I'm saying that right. Vera Formiga. She plays in the Conjuring series as uh, Lorraine. And she is a really good actress. If you've watched the the Conjuring movies and many movies that she's played in, it's very different on how she's portrayed in this. She's very bitchy. And she's very controlling of uh, Norman. Oh, yeah. And uh, so essentially, here, I'll ruin the beginning for you because you'll see it. In the first episode She's having a domestic violence dispute With Norman's father And they end up fighting And he hits his mother And Norman comes up behind his dad And starts whacking the shit Out of him With a hammer Ends up killing him Well she turns it into the insurance company And gets his life insurance And they move all the way out To where the house is with the motel And that's what she purchases With the life insurance To start them a new life So they make money from the hotel That supports the house As far as like bills and taxes etc I think that's where it started to fuck him up 
Yeah. The traumatic experience of killing his dad because of the love for the mother that he had because his dad was a drunk and he was never home. Yes, the Conjuring films are fantastic. B will never watch them because he doesn't like demonic possession. Um, no. Listen, no. Hold on. <laughs> All right. I'm not saying that I won't watch these movies. I'm just not going to like it. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I, I've, I have told multiple people that I will watch them. The only ones that I won't watch because I have watched and I don't like are the Exorcist movies. Yeah. I, I've watched them. I don't like them. <clears throat> I've watched, like, the first two. I'm good. I don't need to fucking watch any more of them. I know how it plays out. Bitch gets possessed. She fucking goes all crazy, and there's, you know, some godly priesty motherfucker that comes in and saves the day. The Can the Joker call in? We can, uh, I was actually ta- talking to, uh, Mr. Marcus, and, uh, we're going to work something out with the two of you, uh, where we're going to either do a Skype call or something and we'll have you guys on a separate episode. Maybe we'll do that for like a wrap up. You guys can talk to us and everything and we'll get you guys in here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're definitely, we enjoy having people. The third, the third conjuring. Yes. I love all of them, but the third one's one of my favorites. I've never watched any of them. I'll have them watch them, but right now we'll focus on these ones. Yeah, we're going to, like, we're, we're going <coughs> to, so, like I, like we said, the next episode is going to be about Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal and more in-depth into that because yes. those are the, uh, that was the other, you know, Hannibal Lecter was the other serial killer movie based off of Ed Gein. And then we're going to get into Ed, Ed Gein. Gein. And then we'll we do might, a wrap-up episode. Like, we we might do that, at least start Ed Gein yeah. uh, next week, maybe. Depends. We'll see. We'll see. see how long. Yeah, we'll see how long Silence, it, of, the Lambs Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal takes us. And then maybe we'll get into that and then finish up with that. And then whenever we finish up, then maybe we'll have... <laughs> you fucking kill me, man. I'm waiting for the Leatherface and Harry Potter crossover. <laughs> They just need to have uh, Voldemort cut someone's face off and wear it because he doesn't have a nose. It'll make him feel complete. <laughs> uh, have any of you guys watched Bates Motel? All of it, season one through five. I'll wait for your answers. Gremlins versus Harry Potter. That's a thing. Gremlins. Gremlins was an awesome fucking movie. Rev's Chainsaw. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> yes. Gremlins was great, and Critters was actually a pretty good movie. Was a lot of people related like to Gremlins. I don't think so. No. No, it wasn't. It was a completely different thing. If you're talking about all that stuff, I'd probably have to say not a single episode, but definitely on my list. Watch it now. Start as soon as we're done here. Not much of it. You guys got to check it out. It's a good TV show. Definitely. And when it starts to get boring, I promise you the next episode that you watch fucks it all up for you. And it's very, it's, it's, it's stomach turning. Um, 
the different things that you see, the different things that you learn about Norman Bates and everything. And that show is what really brought out the realism in Norman Bates to me that got me super connected with Ed Gein that made me want to do this series on our podcast. But now that we talked about it, we're obviously going to do more. We just wanted to start with this one because this is the one I got super excited about. I still need to watch the new Dexter. Uh, I've actually never watched Dexter. I've never watched Dexter. I've heard that it's good. I've also heard that, uh, that, um, what's that show about the doctor? Critters is epic. A young Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is in there. I did know that he played in Critters. Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio has actually been in a lot of very good films. <laughs> He's been in everything. And it and only won me. one award. And whenever yeah. we gave it to him, he started talking about um, the earth and how we're all crushing it and killing it. And that we need to do better. Yeah, well. And then it got to the point where we were like, that's why we don't give you stuff. Yeah, this is, this is why you don't get shit, buddy. <laughs> It was a meme everywhere. Critters is good. It is. Um, I I like Critters. If I had to pick, I like Gremlins more than Critters. Same. But, no, there's a but there. If we're talking like weird. Ooh, scary. I've seen... The fifth, you've seen a few seasons. Okay, you you all need to watch this because now I'm getting excited for you guys, and uh, I I'm I just I'm ready for you guys to to live this like I did, and I, it actually makes me makes me want to start watching it. Mm, puppet master type, yeah, I dude, the puppet master. B's more of a puppet master guy. I'll let that you was talk such. About that. that was listen. The Puppet Master, I first seen that when I was maybe like eight, nine years old. And that was just one of the weirdest fucking... So dolls are creepy. But I don't know what it was about the fucking Puppet Master, but it was fantastic. I thought that movie was just fucking cool. Just the way that it played out. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why that's one of my favorites. But it is. I thought it was one of the coolest fucking movies that I've ever seen. Yeah. Mainly because it was just so different. You agree? Yeah. Oh, you agree with B or you agree with that the new Dexter is great? So they they just started continuing new episodes of Dexter, right? I don't think that I'm wrong on that. Because they obviously stopped and then I think they came back. What a way to go out to by those fuckers. B. Oh, yeah, you agree with B. Okay. I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm going to have to rewatch that one, too. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do. So I really want to do, like, some of those movies that only had, like, one movie that came out, like The Puppet Master. Uh, I really want to do, like, a miscellaneous episode with, like, those real, like, lost movies that. Yeah, like Leprechaun. Yeah, well, Leprechaun, there was, like, fucking seven of those movies. Right, but I mean, they're. I, th- I feel like. Because they, I wouldn't say B-rated, but they were very... They were kind of like B-rated movies. Like, so, I don't consider them B-rated movies, but for the most part, I think the Leprechaun movies were considered, after I think, like, the first one. I think the first one was also considered, like, a really good movie. Yeah. But, like, a lot of the sequels to Leprechaun um, 
not a lot of people liked and stuff like that. And they like rated them like B rated movies and stuff like that. So I definitely want to do a couple episodes on some B rated like horror movies, which we will do. Um, because I love a lot of horror movies. The only ones that I'm not particularly fond of are obviously the demonic possession ones, but we're still going to more than likely do that. I'll suck it up for you guys and I'll fucking do it. Uh, because I know you guys will probably appreciate it and you'll appreciate my squeamish ass fucking watching. And and I'll, I'll promise you this, that I will, TikTok and reel the shit out of his reactions to jump scares. Listen, if we're being 100% honest, I'll probably be playing on my phone for a lot of those because, <laughs> like I said, I, the only ones that I am not particularly fond of watching are the Exorcist ones, like I said. So I don't think. B <laughs> is a. Uh, I don't think I'll be watching the Exorcist ones, guys. So don't, don't ask me to. B is a slasher and gore type guy. And and I am for the most part too, but I, if I, if I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest, I'm not too big on possession movies either. I find them super entertaining and super fun to watch, but I promise you that they scare me sometimes, and I have to watch immediately watch cartoons. At I used to do that when I was a kid. I'll watch find, cartoons after. Oh yeah, yeah like like Tom and Jerry or uh, Scooby Doo, Wiley Coyote, and yeah. the Roadrunner. All Bugs of it. Bunny. Yeah, like fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, just just to forget that that part. Lives in my head uh, <laughs> Rent free That fucking lives there Rent free <laughs> yeah. Because As soon as I see it I'm like fuck I remember this And slashers, I didn't like it Slashers for sure um, Slasher movies are by far I think the best And As much as movies. I As much as I love the old stuff The uh, The third exorcist Is very good Have you seen the third one? I haven't <laughs> And now I'm gonna fucking have to Thanks a lot dickhead <laughs> Yeah, we get that. We get that a lot from him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd have to say 80s and 90s slashers. Oh, dude, um, by far. Even like late 70s, because I I'm, think some of them came out in the late 70s. As we move backward in time to where there were low budget and stuff, it's not that I don't, I don't enjoy them. It's more so the fact that I... I get bored because I'm a super big person on theatrics and the acting back then and the there wasn't much gore and realistically in a lot of those movies there are there there is gore. There's not a a massive amount of gore, but there is some gore like like to give you guys headway and a little picture in your mind of how happy I get of like real Gory Big special movies. effects gore In the It chapter one Remake with uh, Bill Skarsgård I got super excited When he bit that kid's arm off Excited Like ex- like I jumped for joy I was like that Was the coolest fucking thing Listen I will say I am a huge fan of the original It movies. I thought those were very good. Stephen King is a fucking genius. Um, but I will say that the remakes of It were great. I There was a couple jump scares. That that actually did get me. Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? And uh, just his constant, like, twitchy movement that he has. Like, it, he really... Really did a phenomenal job playing Pennywise, uh, so I do give him all and the credit in the world. I don't for doing know. That. 
I don't know if you'd agree or if anyone would agree, but there was a movie that came around 2000-ish called Boogeyman. I think I've seen that. And you may have seen it. It sounds familiar. Um, I think that's when the jump scare uh, phenomena of horror movies really started because that movie was like nothing but jump scares and from then on new horror movies remakes of old ones sequels they really popped into the jump scare to scare the shit out of people yeah and it's something that the 80s and 90s slashers didn't have and I think that that's why I enjoy those too because it's more so about the tacticalness of the killer, the gore, the um, the big reason why I like the Scream movies is because he's not so much supernatural. No. And he's a real person, and every single fucking movie, every single one. He gets fucked up. He, yeah, they throw a chair, he fucking trips over it, he falls down the fucking stairs. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, relatable shit. Like, you're like... Like, that's actually, like, okay, like, yeah, Jason, Michael Myers, like, those two are... <coughs> By far icons in the horror film, but the Scream movies just brought like a realness to it because, like, realistically, I mean, unless you believe in like the supernatural shit, which I'm not saying that I don't, but in reality, I like that they're made up characters. But in the Scream movies, like, those are those real fucking people, yeah. Like, those are real fucking crazy-ass people who lost their shit and just started fucking killing people. Like, those are legit serial killers. I like supernatural scary stuff, too. Like I said, I I immediately have to watch cartoons afterwards, especially if it's a big one. If you guys want to watch a good one, I haven't made B watch it yet, but it was one that I watched whenever I had COVID last year. Um, my wife put it on for me. And, uh, yeah, the, the song, it, it definitely could happen with, uh, the whole scream thing. And that's what I like about those. But we watched a movie called, uh, play with me. Yeah. You guys still have been trying to get me to watch it. And I haven't, I this haven't. This movie, if you haven't seen it, basically the synopsis of it is. I haven't got the gall to, to watch it yet. <laughs> it's a little autistic boy that uses a tablet to communicate with people and a spirit starts talking to him through the tablet and becomes his uh, becomes his friend, quote unquote. And it, it wants him to, and it starts just like consuming his life. And obviously, he's uh, nonverbal and not really able to communicate and everything. And it keeps like ter- it's a good movie called Play with Me. It's fucked up. And it's fucking scary, bro. Scary. That's one that I, as soon as, like, my wife was done, she watched it. She went to bed. The kids went to bed. And I was sleeping on the couch at the time because I had COVID. And I fucking put cartoons on. And I did not sleep. And I watched cartoons the rest of the night. (laughs) I'd rather die from something supernatural. People are more scary. (laughs) That's fair. I mean... Everyday regular people are more scarier than supernatural shit. I don't know. I think if you had to... Nah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't know if I agree with that one. No? Listen, every person is fucking killable. That you know of. Supernatural beings? You don't know how to fucking get rid of them. (laughs) Same situation on both. I'd run. You'd rather fight Michael... 
I think. Listen, see, but Michael is more of a. Realistically, he was made out more of like a supernatural being, though. And every person has the capability to kill. That's fair. That's fair. You're um, right. You don't know people's capabilities. Rather, rather fight Michael. I'm still hung up on that because this is my thing. So throughout the Halloween movies, and I, I'd run from Michael. Fuck that. So I mean, I'm not. I'm listen, saying. I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not simply stating that I'm going to sit there and fight the motherfucker toe to toe. No, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to go like punch for punch with him because he'll punch my fucking head off my. Shoulders. I don't know if you and. All of them would agree, but my thing is, I can grab or move him. It gives gives me a chance. See, I've said that. Uh, I didn't say I'd win. That's also fair. So, yeah, right. Um, my thing is, is I don't know if a lot of people have been paying attention to the Halloween movies, but uh, when we started with the very first one, coming all the way up to uh, Halloween and Halloween Kills, and I'm sure Halloween ends. For some weird reason, I don't know if they're just portraying the fact that he's getting older, but he's becoming more fightable. Like, yeah. I've seen people, like, stop him dead in his tracks and, and hand-to-hand, like, fight. Like, the police officer. Like the one we just, like the one we just yeah, watched. Halloween when she kills. fucking, when she comes in with a pitchfork and puts his ass to the ground and fucking curb stomps him on the step. Yeah, yeah. Like, you actually seen, the like, it take a toll on him a little bit. Like, right. he still got up. He was still, like, fucking basically immortal. Right. But in a sense, it's starting to, like, make <laughs> him look like he's not immortal anymore. Like, he's actually starting to And take, that may play a part in the fact in the movie of or in the in the new movie that comes out Halloween ends right now I don't know if or or maybe like I mentioned before whenever we started it but he's different than a Jason yeah that's very fair. yeah like Jason is like legit like supernatural yeah like motherfucker died and I'm came back to life I'm pretty sure that his I mean, they did mention something about witchcraft and everything, and then he start, it started going back to, like... Yeah, that starts in, like, the um, fifth one, I think, is, like, where they start using in. runes and, and other methodo- uh, methodologies. I think that's a word that I'm searching for. He's been put down. He just gets up. You can't kill evil. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, he seems like he's easier to put down. Now, I don't know if the fact that his whole running is... Based on the fact that he doesn't, he will not stop until Laurie Strode is dead. And I feel like since Laurie Strode is getting older and weaker, like not that she's not a badass and she hasn't already put him down, but as she gets older and weaker, his powers get older and weaker. And that's why I feel like it's going to be a double entendre final blow. And they're both going to, like, fucking cut each other's heads off at the same time. And it's just going to end it all right there. I don't know because I haven't watched it. Because, <laughs> because it's it not hasn't out yet. came out yet. <laughs> but I feel like as she becomes more old, more weak, and I'd curb stomp an old Michael... <laughs> Oh, fucking right. I'd pin an old man and fuck him. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, yeah, just, just I'd pull. Run, run from a young Michael, but you'd curb stop an old Michael. Listen, just, see, this is the fucked up thing. Listen, so hold I don't on, know. wait a minute. What? I'm telling you right now. You pull your wiener out, he's going to have second thoughts. 
even though he kills <laughs> no that, that actually that's not true because he kills every anybody if you have sex in a horror movie you're dead yeah that is for damn like that is like so wanna, the gold standard I want to read this because I think you made a connection so they are trying to connect him with the house this time around any distance from and and distance him from her like she's stuck on him and he's stuck on the house that's fair I don't know old Michael moves in the backyard scene like like a champ oh yeah that's fair <laughs> No, he'd fucking grab that wiener and cut it off. Yeah, you're probably right on that. <laughs> right. One. That's why I backtracked because you're you're probably correct. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm super excited to see how they connect it because I, I'm I'm very. Uh, so I'm gonna Ed make a, I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm gonna make a prediction on. I don't know how the hell we got fucking off on Halloween <laughs> because got we excited. will we will eventually we got do one of these. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna make a prediction of the movie. I think the only I think how it's gonna end is like they're both gonna be in the house and I think they're gonna kill each other and the house is somehow gonna like burn down and that's gonna like take his powers away and they're both gonna die. That's, that's what I think. I, that's my personal opinion. I think that's how it's going to end. That's fair. The house being destroyed, it's going to somehow like diminish his powers. He's going to kill Lori, and she's going to kill him at the same time. Some, yeah. Something like that. I, that's how I think it's going to go. One thing that uh, that we mentioned, and I'm sure you guys, if you've seen Halloween Kills, yeah, you agree with the house burning down? That's cool. That's, that's probably, whether it burns down or it just collapses or people start destroying it because they figure out that's the source of right. this fucking craziness. But we all know that everyone's pretty much dead other than... I mean, yeah, in the last Lori fucking... and the granddaughter. Yeah, in the last fucking scene of... Uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, if you haven't seen Halloween Kills, we're going to definitely spoil it. But in the last fucking scene... Like, he fucking mangles, what, like, a couple dozen fucking people. And oh, yeah, in a street fight. Yeah, like, a he fucking just... fucking brawl street fight. Just fucking tears them up. Like, they, yeah. I'll tell you what, that was probably one of the sickest scenes that I've seen in oh, any, any in, of in the Halloween. In a movie lately. Even. In any of the Halloweens, too. Like, that was fucking... Like, I... So, I just... So we started spooky season off and we started watching all the Halloweens again because this is what we do. And there were some of them that we couldn't get on like the um, streaming things, but I have all of them on DVD. So like the ones we couldn't watch, I ended up watching at my house and I watch them regularly, even if it's not because, you know, Halloween, it's cool. Right. But there, there's some of them like... Just some sick ways that he Dude, some him. of my favorite ones So I like the original And then four and five Yeah, four and five are, are that, pretty bad That comes second and third for me uh, uh, So the original The whole connection with Jamie And yeah. and her connection with Michael mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I would I would have to agree with that I think Besides the newest two I Yeah, yeah There's one part of Halloween Kills That we had talked about I was I was trying to get to that. Um, that I didn't like. It was when they brought in like the other mentally ill. Oh no 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 no, that's not what I was getting at. No, the part that we were kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. Is uh, after he, after Hawkins shoots his captain, and then he goes downstairs to find out that 
Michael basically fucking surrendered to all the police officers. Yeah, that was really weird. But I, I he goes ahead him. and gets a fucking gets in a fucking brawl fight with everyone from fucking Haddonfield. Yeah, I'm like that. Like I don't. We didn't get that. I don't know if it was like uh, he's like okay, maybe it's time to stop. I'll be back type deal. But the fact that he just surrendered kind of baffled us. Dude literally woke back up from a beating of a lifetime and said, "I smell bitch in here." And proceeded the Mortal Kombat of the whole group. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Fatalities all around. Yeah, that was that was a that was a crazy scene. Crazy scene. It was fucking badass though. Yeah. Um, and one of the funniest parts in that movie. <laughs> he did that. In <laughs> There's the a big motherfucker in the bathroom. <laughs> in yeah. <clears throat> when he was in jail on the fifth one. Trying to remember what you're talking about. No, when he's in jail, he gets broke out. He doesn't break out. No, I think he said like a like a whole big combat scene. Is there a combat scene in the jail? The fifth one. No, that's the fourth one. If you're talking about what I think you're talking about, when they when Loomis and the new sheriff go back to the um go back to the police station, they just walk in and, like, all of his deputies are fucking massacred. Oh, yeah. Oh, how he just gave up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... Oh, yeah, because he, uh, he was... He, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And oh, you're also... talking about, like, when he's just in the cell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I then... Uh... In the fifth one. And then he gets broke out of it. Yeah. I, like I said, there's some parts of the movies, and we're going to get more into detail. Did we ever this... find out who the fuck broke him out? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, it, it was that one doctor in the sixth one. Like, his, like, the, the group that deals with Sam Hain. You know, you remember how oh, it said, yeah, like, yeah, Sam yeah, Hain? Yeah. It was, like, a, a cult group. Right. Um, we are going to, uh, they did the doctor. Okay. Um, we are going to come back to Halloween in a later episode or a later series of the killer files. Yeah. We're going to end it here, guys. It was fun. Thanks for interacting with us. This was, uh, this was super fun. I love interaction. Yeah. This is, this is definitely, this is how I'd like it to be all the time. He taught him how to drive too. That was another thing. Whenever he, in the first one, whenever Dr. Loomis goes to pick him up with that fucking nurse and he, like, how does he just know how to drive? Right. He was, like, what, seven years old? Whenever six. The, six years he old? He was six when he killed, he was six when he killed his sister. And he was and in then, the mental institution the whole time. Until he was fucking, he was in there for 15 years. Yeah. Until he was 21. His 21st birthday is when he came out and, and that's when Halloween 1 takes place. Yeah. Um, so we are going to, uh, watch Silence of the Lambs. We are going to come back to you guys. Also watch Hannibal. Yeah. We'll come back to you guys about that and we'll do the Uh, next episode on that. Probably end up rewatching like Psycho too. Um, yeah. I'm going to try watching some of Bates Motel. Being that there's five seasons, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through all of that in a week. Yeah. Uh, I am going to try at least getting through a couple of the seasons so I mm-hmm. can give you guys my opinion on that since Drew has already watched it. Hopefully you guys will also do that and interact with us next week. Um, and we'll kind of start getting this one wrapped up so we can get into Mr. Ed Gein and then start moving on. Um, we're really enjoying 
the killer files. I don't necessarily know if we're going to jump right into another one, because I did tell Drew, um, I don't... I don't want to entirely stick to just one thing. Uh, I like I like the diversity of doing a bunch of different things on the podcast. I really enjoy the Killer Files, so we are definitely going to do more of these. I just don't know if it's going to be like back to back to back to back. No, so what I think we're, we talked about doing is doing a series and then... Uh, Escaping back for maybe a week or two. Yeah, like a week or, or three two weeks. And whatever. Then, so and then we can back. well not only for so the reason I would like to do that is because for these killer files, I would actually like to <clears throat> be a little more like research stuff, especially if it is killers like that are based off of real serial killers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are actually going to do, I, I wouldn't mind doing some actual serial killers as well, just serial killers and not just the movies. But I think for right now, I'd like to stick with just the movies, potentially the movies that are based off of real serial killers and just, you know, like the, your classics like Halloween and Friday the 13th. But you never know, guys. We switch things up a lot. We uh, we just kind of go like when we get an idea, we just kind of roll with it. So come along for the ride. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a blast doing it. We hope you guys really enjoy it. Uh, we have fun doing this. We want you guys to have fun doing it with us. We'll be here every Thursday, guys, uh, usually right around 10 sometimes. And when we say every Thursday, <clears throat> like we're going to try and be here every Thursday as much as we can. Obviously, if work comes up or... You know, something serious comes up and we have to skip a week. Uh, we're going to try getting a little better with at least letting you guys know beforehand and you just not like, oh, well, I guess they're not fucking doing it this week because that has been happening a lot um, these last few months with with Drew working and stuff. He's been fucking working like a dog. Um, but we're, we're definitely going to try keeping you guys def- definitely informed on what's coming up next. If we do have to, like, skip... Um, then maybe I know we say it and it's like a broken record. Try getting a little more involved in the other social medias. Um, but just kind of stick with us guys. Cause we're it'll, gonna, it'll all click together soon. We yeah, promise. Yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna get on it. It just, it's going to take us a, a minute to get everything and get the ducks in a row, so to speak. <laughs> right. But with that, guys, uh, we will see you next week with uh, part three going into uh, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter, and all that fun stuff. So you guys be good. Make sure you follow all of our social media. Uh, We got Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and anywhere you get your podcasts, you can listen to us the next day once I upload them. Sometimes it's two days later, but I will always have it done before the weekend's out. We love you guys. We will, yes, stay hydrated. Absolutely. It is hot as fuck out there. Hotter than... I will say that the humidity has not been as bad, but it is still pretty hot. Right. And stay hydrated. For you... Rips bomb. (laughs) Rips bomb. Nice. Just don't drink that water. Yeah, and the cotton uh, mouth. You want to stay hydrated, especially with that cotton mouth. It's a motherfucker. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully we can get you a lot of you guys on the show, uh, whether it's calling in or 
if we get you guys into the studio. Time to bring the dogs in. I'm scared. Yes. You'd be all right. <laughs> we love you guys. We will see you guys next week. I will send you all reminders just if that's what you want me to do because it seemed like it worked this time. Uh, and that's it. See ya. Peace. Peace.